Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network How's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the House of Indie Podcast. And this week, I have a special guest, a very special guest, a jack of all trades in music and comic books, Dave Chisholm. How's it going? Hey, what's up, man? I'm I'm happy to be here. So, man, you uh, and like I said at the top of the show, you are uh, you are a man of all trades. We're going to talk a little bit about everything uh, in this episode, but I want to talk to you a little bit about your work in comics first. So you just recently dropped a a book out out of uh, Scout Comics called uh and you and this is one of those things we talked about off air a little bit we were like hey how do you pronounce this name i said cannabis you you said no nah, that's all good but how do you pronounce the name i say it canopus okay um but you know what i when i when i started putting the book together i like actually looked up how to pronounce it and uh-huh. there, and there's like different opinions on how to pronounce it so <laughs> i kind of just let people say it the way they want to and you know, adapt to them and stuff like that. So. It's a it's a lot like uh, how how uh, people pronounce uh, Cthulhu, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, um, give me a little bit of a of a, a log line for Canopus. Yeah, so uh, basically, the story of that is this uh, woman named Helen wakes up on an alien planet, and she has no memory of how she got there. Um, and she, uh, all she has is this urgent sense that she needs to get home. Um, so she explores the planet with her like little robot companion named Arthur and, um, her memories do start to come back gradually, but they start to return as monsters on the surface of the planet. This, this first issue was so strong. And, in uh, when I read it, it it's, it's definitely, I, I, cause I was looking some stuff on it and it says psych- psychological, uh, thriller type stuff. And that's almost exactly what it is. Uh, when I read it, I was like, what the heck is going on? I need to know. Yeah. It, it's, it was, it was a really great first issue. Uh, Thanks, man. and, and it's not really, uh, and I'm glad you kind of told me because it's not really, um, apparent that that her little companion there is a robot or is he an alien you don't really know so yeah well you know the nature of arthur's kind of uh story gets um is definitely folded into this into like the um the bigger picture in the story so yeah so like that's definitely a question and i usually just log in the log line i usually just say her like robot companion just yeah. for ease. You know what I mean? <laughs> to give you an idea and, and not to give it away. Super yeah. cool. Yeah, man. So, uh, and then uh, you've got an, another book coming out. That is, that is 
near and dear to your heart because it kind of uh, mixes both worlds that you're you're a part of, right? Called Chasing the Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell 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 us a little bit about that one. Okay, <clears throat> um, Chasing the Bird. Well, um, Chasing the Bird is a story about the uh, this infamous real life jazz saxophonist named Charlie Parker who uh, died in 1954. 1955. Oh no, I can't remember the, he was 34 <laughs> when he died and it was 1955. I think when he died, that, okay. maybe that's wrong. One of those in there and he, and he died quite young. He had uh-huh. a very tumultuous life um, and had like, you know, big appetites and kind mm-hmm. of substance abuse problems and stuff okay. like that. And, um, and this year is actually, uh, Oh, he was born in 1920. What am I saying? Oh my gosh. I'm thinking I'm getting, it's too early here, man. <laughs> and, um, it's all good. We'll, and, we won't hold it against you, man. You here need, is, you, uh, <laughs> is Charlie Parker's centennial. It would have okay. been his hundredth birthday if, if he was alive. Okay. And so, and so, uh, his estate is doing all these like celebrations. And one of the things they had an idea to do was a graphic novel about his time in California and so um, they approached my uh, the, the publisher Z2 Comics, uh-huh. who uh, published in 2017 my book Instrumental that uh-huh. I wrote and drew. Uh, it's also about music. Yeah. And so Z2 um, approached me and asked me to put together a pitch for it. And I put together a pitch and the estate was really thrilled about it. And um, that was like last October. And wow. now it's uh, set to be released in September. And I can't wait, man. It's uh, The book is like... The book is so good. I'm so happy with how it turned out. Yeah, it sounds like it's a really good one. And and uh, and like I said, we've been talking about how you are a musician as well. Uh, you are actually a uh, trumpet player, right? You uh, and and I read a little bit up on you. You got your doctorate in doing that, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I'm technically Doctor Doctor Dave. <laughs> Doctor Dave. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, I have my doctorate in jazz trumpet. Oh, that's awesome. Things. Um, from the Eastman School of Music and here where I live now in Rochester. And I got I got my doctorate in 2013 and um, I teach a lot of music. That's basically um, one of my like, you know, I'm like one of those kind of like freelancers. So yeah. like I, I teach some music, I, I play some music, although not with pandemic happening. I haven't <laughs> yeah. really been gigging at all. Yeah. And then I um, and then I also do comics. So. And I teach a little bit of comic stuff now too, as well. So even yeah. though I don't have um, any formal training in that field, I I still uh, get some teaching work that way. So so how so what came first? Was it was it uh, uh, music and then comics, or or were they kind of both there in your life always? Um. Well, I think that like I was always surrounded by music when I was a little kid. The earliest yeah. music I remember hearing is. My dad spinning like Miles Davis sketches of Spain, oh, man. yeah, and uh, like Charles Mingus. Let my children hear music, mm-hmm. and then like Abbey Road by the Beatles, and yeah. maybe some Pink Floyd, like Dark Side of the Moon, you know. And um, so I was always surrounded by music, and we always had MTV on at home, like in the eighties, you know, always, and so yeah. it's just music all the time. And then also, but at the same time, to this day, my mom claims my first word was Spider Man. <laughs> That's so comics awesome. have always been uh like really close to my heart and um and so my whole like my whole life in a way is like ping-ponging back and forth between uh-huh. these two things and 
Um, you know, like when I finished high school, I applied for scholarships um, at the University of Utah, where my parents live mm-hmm. in Utah, like in Salt Lake. I applied for scholarships from the music department and for the art department. Yeah. And I got a bigger scholarship for the music department. And so I decided to do music. And that was basically what kind of set the path for my education. And then, um, but, but really like I've always, the whole time I've always drawn and always been making comics and I'm a real kind of like autodidact. Yeah. Where like, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who like, I teach myself stuff a lot and, yeah. I, and I guess, I guess I have that kind of brain that like, mm-hmm. that like organizes, um, processes really well yeah. in a way, like oh, if yeah. that makes any sense. So Definitely, like, yeah. I can listen or I can look at a piece of art and kind of like piece together the pr- like a process in my head mm-hmm. really quickly. And I don't know. So anyway, so anyway, like, um, the idea is that, so, so it's just always back and forth between those mm-hmm. two. Like as soon as I finished my doctorate, I started working on instrumental and then that has led to like all this other work. Yeah. And, um, and it's been really rewarding. The comics world has been really, uh, really rewarding for me. So I feel very lucky. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and yeah, man, I love that word. I, I, I know exactly what an autodidact is. Um, I, I, I grew up like loving music uh, and music was in my world when I was a kid. I was, I was into uh punk rock music. I was, I'm, yeah. st- I'm into indie rock. I'm into indie, everything, any kind of indie, anything I, I listen to it. And, uh, for a while, you know, in high school, I did, had one of those crappy, uh, uh, high school bands, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like just horrible. You just guys get a bunch of your friends together and you just play and you just love it. But, um, Nobody ever should hear it, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so I've loved it and, and I'm the same way. I teach myself and, and I just have this like mind is like when I, when I try and I have tried, tried to read music and I just can't, I'm just can't wrap my head around it. But when you show me a note or something like that, I can, I can almost, I can find the note. And so I, it's the way I work. It's just super weird, but, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's, um, I think that like, it's just, for, for me, it's just been like, uh, just always having an open mind and trying to always grow and stuff like that. And yeah. also like, like having the real like luxury or privilege to be, have the time to be able to dedicate a lot to my like obsessions basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah same here, man. <laughs> that's how, that's why I do this. Cause I, I used to dabble in like, uh, so I did a little bit of everything. I dabbled in making, uh, making, um, beats and stuff like that with, uh, some, some DAW programs and things like that. Cause I saw my cousin, uh, do it and I just would just watch him. And I says, okay, that's how you, that's how you make drums. And I figured out how to make drums on the computer and I did that and all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, well, I'm probably not that good at this. So I went and I was like, well, you know, what's easier for me recording audio. So now I, I record audio podcasts and, and, uh, so I wrap my whole mind around, uh, doing that. And I, I'm the same way I teach myself. And I figure like if I go to school, it's just for the paper because all the stuff that I know now, I'm I'm very sure that they're going to teach me, but I, I already kind of know it. So I'm just like, all right, am I what am I, how what am I going to do here? I I do need to go and know all the basics and know all the stuff, the sure. actual technical stuff because that's great. But yeah. um, it's going to be like a like I I already know this stuff, so I'll ace it. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Super cool. So, uh, you know, I know you've done a whole lot of st- other stuff in comic books, and you've done uh, music. And you know, it's funny. I was I was looking at looking you up, and I came across your indie band. Oh, so, right on, man. <laughs> so I was listening to that for a, a little while because, dude, I'm like a huge indie guy, like a huge part of my lifestyle. So I was listening to uh, to punk rock, and then I started to get into indie bands. And uh, and from there, it just kind of went off to indie bands, to folk bands, and all kinds yeah. of just crazy stuff. Uh, tell yeah. us a little bit about that, man, because I know, I know, yeah, this is about my show is a, normally a lot about indie uh, comics, yeah. but I mean, indie bands is indie, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, man, that's a I, well, I'm it's cool, man. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I guess like it's kind of a funny story, I guess. Um, Cause I've always, I've always really loved, um, pop music and music with lyrics and yeah. writing lyrics and singing songs as well. So like, yeah. and you can, and, and when I started college, there weren't really any degrees in that that were available. So like, um, and I also obviously still like deeply love jazz music as jazz music yeah. and all the, it's just a different kind of mindset to make jazz music versus writing a song. Yeah. Uh, and and so like, it's, it's real. this is a really funny, this is really funny. So like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a, like a life story answer, another life story answer. So I, when I finished my um, bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. I was really burnt. I was at the time I was like, I would say pretty burned out on playing jazz music and studying jazz music. So mm-hmm. I really got into heavily into like songwriting and I joined, uh, joined up with a band and we toured for a few couple of years and had some like pretty, I would say like pretty good success in that time. Um, nice. you know, like, um, like, and, and, and then when it, when that broke up that, when that thing ended, it was like not a good breakup. Yeah. And so then I kind of was like, man, screw everybody. I just want to make comics. <laughs> and so then I did a comic called let's go to Utah. Uh-huh. And that comic was just for me, but it actually people found it online and it became like a kind of a weird micro like cult hit, you know, yeah. in some circles, like, um, and, and then, I, and then I got, and then I decided to go back to school for, to get my master's degree and get my doctorate. Um, and then I, so I got, I went back to school and did that. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I want to make comics again. So I did instrumental. Yeah. And then when I finished instrumental, it was like 2014 and you know, that book didn't come out until 2017. And my mm-hmm. instrumental is this like really big ambitious project with like an album of music that goes with it. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a full record that goes with it of like this pretty intense, like, um, jazz music, I guess you call it like cinematic jazz music. Yeah. And, and when that, and, and that took a little while to come out, like took several years actually. And, and it was really, and that was really hard. I, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, I, I was, I got really frustrated with it and I was like, man, maybe comics aren't for me. Maybe, maybe I should, and, and jazz music, maybe that's not for me. And I kind of like had this little crisis. And so I started yeah. writing songs with words again, songs with lyrics again. <laughs> Yeah. And that became this project called Talking Underwater, mm-hmm. which is <coughs> which is my which is like this, this indie band. Um and we're I guess we're technically still around, but we haven't <laughs> played any gigs in quite some time. Um but uh I'm still I still write those songs every now and then. Nice. Um and record some songs. Like when the when the kind of quarant- the quarantine started, I recorded yeah. like three new tunes 
Oh, nice. To put up on, on our band, our band camp, which is talkingunderwater.bandcamp.com. A song called Rubber Band that's kind of about like, um, a, like being a person. I, like I like to make it like a little joke that like being someone with like undiagnosed adult onset ADHD. <laughs> um, and then uh, a song called Business, which is sort of like my condom, my like political barn burner song. That's like okay. a condemnation of like you know. Um, like uh, the current right wing in America yeah. <laughs> and kind of like hyper capitalism and late capitalism and stuff like that. And then a song and then a cover of a song called smile. That's a song by Charlie Chaplin. Oh, um, so cool. It's like a really beautiful um, song with kind of a messed up message. That's like, yeah. no matter how bad it is, you should smile, which yeah. like, I don't necessarily agree with. Um, <laughs> and so Hopefully, if you listen to it, you can hear the kind of sarcasm in it, maybe. But I, but either way, it's still a really cool song. Like, so anyway, anyway, so yeah, like um, and in that band actually is also built around um, the ch- uh, cello, the sound of the cello, which is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite instruments. And the cello is actually played by Elise, my my wife. Oh, so and, cool! And so um, that's also like a like makes the, the project really close to my heart as well. Um, but, you know, to be honest with you, uh, like, to be honest with you, that the music scene, this is like really dark sounding, right? <laughs> like, but like that, that, the indie music scene, like, to me, I can only be like, uh, I can't go all in on that as a p- performer. I'm like too old to tour, you know? <laughs> yeah. And if you can't tour, um, there's no way to grow it. Yeah. You, you know, and it's like, um, it becomes a numbers game. Like it's really oh, yeah, expensive yeah. to put a record out and, and then the odds of a really expensive record, like reaching a lot of people and making its money back. And I hate to make it about money, you know, because I oh, think yeah. the talking water stuff is so much more about so much more than, than money. Um, but like at a certain point I have to step back and say like, is the return on investment on this, this, this art like worth it. And then I look at like the return on investment for like the comics work that I've been doing. And it's been like, um, more rewarding lately. And so with music, I can teach it. I, and I still gig quite a bit. Well, obviously again, not it like until the pandemic hit. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and I really enjoy all that stuff. And so in, but for like my personal expression lately, the preferred thing has been comics. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And I completely understand, uh, uh, about the whole touring aspect and growing your, your music and all that stuff. It, it's, it's rough, man. The music industry, it's definitely rough. Let's on, on that note, let's, let's hold right here. Let's hold that thought. Let's take a small break and we'll be back and we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a second. All right. And we're back. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> We were talking a little bit about how how uh, how rough the music industry is, and uh, it it really is, man. Because I completely understand. Like that's why when I started doing stuff and trying to get into to the music and stuff, I kind of got a little discouraged myself because that because of that exact s- same reason. Yeah. It's really yeah. rough, man. It's rough to to get yourself out there and to grow yourself. It's it's rough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm sure that like there are going to be. If, well, I mean, I think, I think that it's, I think it's not just that it's like, it's, I think it's always been hard, but I think right now, like, 
the, to the lay person, to like the person who's not part of it, you might look at it and be like, it's easier to get your music out than it ever has been before. Right. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> like, um, you know, I would, I would call like Spotify and YouTube and Apple music and Pandora, like quite predatory in their mm-hmm. like compensation for bands. It's really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and it makes it so that like, you know, um, you're competing for like, you're competing and like you can spend all this money to hire like a PR person Mm -hmm. and to get on like Spotify playlists and you're dropping like thousands and thousands of dollars and you to record an album and get your music out there. And then the pay, the, the, the compensation is like so minuscule unless you're like in the, but then on the other hand, I don't want to like paint a picture. Like you can't make a living doing music because like I make a living doing music. So like, <laughs> you know, it's, but it's more like being, um, being like a gigging musician yeah. in, a, in mm-hmm. like a metropolitan area. That's like, you know, yeah. bigger than a certain size. And like Rochester yeah. is bigger than that. So there's like a lot of work here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but it's not about like getting on the radio and it's not about mm-hmm. like, you know, licensing your song for like TV and movies and right, stuff like that. Right. And, and, um, and so like to compete in that sort of like indie music field is really hard. And, um, even people like I have a, I have a friend who's in a band who's signed to, I don't, I, I don't want to say they're signed to like a major label. I don't want to okay. say the band because yeah. the story is kind of dark. Right. So this band like toured like with major label support, like, Mm-hmm. across America like three times in like one summer right um, they were on tour for like three months straight and they got home and they did all the math and they had lost like 300 bucks that wow. was their total end amount was like losing 300 bucks and it's like wow and they're a really kick-ass band and so like yeah. I'm, I heard that and I was like, man, what a bummer. Cause I'm looking at them and I'm like, yeah. man, those guys are living the dream. Those guys are like crushing yeah. it and they make cool <laughs> music and it's like, yeah. And their album sounds great. And then they get back from this tour when you, where you're supposed to be like really reaching people. Yeah. And they're like, they lost money. Yeah. It's gotta be the, uh, it had to like, it, I can't imagine that's really crushing, you know, yeah, exactly. it's like coming back from a comic convention and, and having lost like, <laughs> you know, three grand or something like that. And, yeah. um, you know, so anyway, no, that it's absolutely true, man. And, and, and this is great that we're talking about this stuff because it is, it's, it's rough when you, when you put yourself out there, whether it be music or, or comics or artwork or writing, uh, you know, it's, it's rough. And, and that's one of those things that why I talk a, a lot with indie India, uh, guests because mm-hmm. it's, uh, you, uh Normally, well, not normally, but usually, uh, it's be, it's because you guys are out there pushing your own stuff. You don't have a publisher doing it for you, and all this stuff. It obviously helps uh, with in the comic book industry. But a lot of the guys that I talk to, they 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 sell themselves, man. They they put their books out there. They talk to the shops. They're talking to podcasters. They're they're getting on YouTube and 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 they're selling their book, and uh, and and that's that's. Uh, you know, harder to do if you're you're a band and all that stuff because it's it's different. You got multiple yeah. people in the band, 
Right. You have uh, multiple moving parts. You have all these people, and, and the the pot is so small, and there's a lot of hands getting in there. It's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean, true. It's, it's more kind of like, um, you know, like um the other the other book that the other book that we haven't talked about is the book um that's on Source Point that's coming out in October called Thompson Heller Detective Interstellar. Yeah. yeah. Written by my friend Milton. And I drew that, um, and I actually mm-hmm. drew that book before Canopus, so it went like Thompson Heller, Canopus, and then Chasing the Bird, basically, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And that book is coming out in October, and I look at a, guy, a cat like Milton, and I'm like, man, this guy's dedicated as hell, right? Because yeah. for him to put a book out, he like I'm like he paid me to draw that book, like yeah. the whole thing out yeah. of pocket, and and um. And the investment is enormous for someone like him. It is more like being in a band for than for yeah. me. Like when I when I do it, all I'm dedicating is time and supplies. Because mm-hmm. for when I'm doing my book, like I write it and I draw it, and I'm not like fronting any, you know, yeah, like make your dough like that. It's crazy. I think it's. I really admire mm-hmm. those writers that are out there getting work for artists and yeah, um, and putting their putting it all on the line. It's really intense, man. Yeah. It's got to be super stressful. Yeah, and I, I was reading that book uh, the other the other night as well. Um, I'm actually going to be having him on the show uh, next. I actually, as I'm recording this, he's my next appointment to record. So, uh, so yeah, I will. We were we were trying to get you guys both on at the same time, but uh, we thought because I, I know I was going to go because you had a, a wide variety of a background, so I wanted to talk to you kind of separate a little bit about. Uh, all the stuff that you did, so uh, we kind of separated the the appointments. But yeah, uh, that book is really, really, uh, really awesome too, man. And yeah, he he's a hustler, dude. He's he's getting out there and, and doing it, just like you said. Definitely, it's, definitely. it's 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 hard, man, for those kind of guys sometimes too. Um, and and you know, this is this is what I think this this is his uh, debut, right? His debut. And in- yeah, I think it's his. It's um, it's his yeah. I mean, it's like it's first his first series that he's getting that he's got gonna have in comic shops. So yeah, uh, it's it's and I'm and I'm really glad that I'm a part of it. I it's a I'm I'm happy with the book and and um and Milton's like the, a great guy. He's, yeah, he's cool. He's, uh, one of my he's one of my like best friends. Even though he lives in Houston, Texas, <laughs> I live in Rochester, New York. Like yeah. And and with quarantine life, we might as well be on like Jupiter and. <laughs> freaking, you know. <laughs> Uh, you, you you can be on Canopus. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Full circle, man. That's how we do it. <laughs> yes. Call back. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, all right, we're uh, we're we're uh, running out of time here, but I wanted to make sure that everybody knows where they can find you, uh, all your good stuff. If you got a website, your social media, and uh, what else you got coming out pretty soon. Okay, so uh, my social media, I, I'm mostly on uh, Twitter, and my Twitter handle is Chisholm Dave, so C-H-I-S-H-O-L-M, uh, Dave. Um, and then I have a website, DaveChismMusic.com. Um, and then I, I'm also on Instagram, it's the Dave Chisholm. But if you go to my website, you can find all the, those social links. And uh, books, I the... The whole run of Canopus is now available, so your comic shop should be able to order all four issues. We just awesome. did a second printing of the first issue, which is super cool. Yeah, um, with a different cover. And then, um, Chasing the Bird is in pre-order stage right now. It comes out in uh, in September, and that's through Z Two Comics. Uh, you can pre-order it through your local comic shop, 
or local bookstore. Or if you are like freaked out about leaving your home, you can go to like the bookstores online, like Amazon or wherever, mm-hmm. and pre-order it there. And then um, the book that I'm doing with Milton Thompson Heller, Detective Interstellar, is coming out uh, in October. The first, it's a three-issue series. The first issue comes out in October through Source Point Press, and that's in uh, in previews right now as well. So it's a busy, a bit been a busy, crazy year full of comics, man. Super exciting. Yeah, it sounds like it, man. And, and uh, where can anybody find your your music if you got it out there? Yeah, um, you can find a bunch of it on my website. I have a bunch of free uh, free stuff on there that's that's really cool that you can't get anywhere else. And then um, I have um, talkingunderwater.bandcamp.com. And Talking okay. Underwater, there's no weird spellings there, no replacement <laughs> backwards letters or anything like that. Just talkingunderwater.bandcamp.com. And we have a bunch of music on there a whole a full album two eps and then the three songs that i mentioned earlier so super cool man i appreciate coming on and uh hanging out with me here on the house of indie man it's been fun uh we didn't get into a lot of your uh uh creative process of how you how you get into your books and all that stuff but what what's awesome about that that just gives me another reason to talk to you again <laughs> oh yeah man anytime like uh maybe we could do something um like after the Charlie Parker book comes out and and maybe if you, um, cause I know that you, I, I don't know if you got a chance to read it cause I just sent it to you like yesterday. So no. <laughs> probably not. But, um, if you, I think if you read through it, um, man, it turned out so good. I think you'll want to, I think you'll, you'll want to talk about it. It's really, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm definitely going to crack that one open. I, I, I've got, so my, the funny thing about that is, is, is I like, I, I like to say, well, I would love to have more time to read things for like, for fun. Um, yeah. but the only, cause I'm so busy doing the podcast and I have so many creators that I'm talking to, they send me a lot of their stuff so that I can uh, familiarize myself with them. And I'm, I find myself reading that stuff more because I'm like, I gotta, instead of just doing the whole, uh, reading for fun. So I'm gonna save Chasing the Bird for my fun reading. And, uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna crack it open, man. Man, I guarantee you, you'll, 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 you're gonna love that book. It turned out so good. I bet, man. It sounds like, cause, I mean, it's, it's, it's your baby. Well, I mean, you love music, you love comic books. And when you're putting them together, man, I'm sure it's gonna be something great. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for hanging out with me, Dave. We it was a it was a pleasure having you on, man. And we gotta maybe we'll talk about some music a lot more next time because, uh, dude, that is that is a Pandora's box that if you get me talking, uh, <laughs> it will it won't get shut again, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you later. Thanks again for listening to the House of Indy. My name is Joey Galvez, and I'll see you later. Yeah.